Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's a Monday. First hour flew by. What a pleasure to have you in. Thanks so much for joining us live in Los Angeles. Wet, damp Los Angeles. Be safe, everybody. Uh, It's The Herd, uh, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your uh, Monday morning. We're going to go to Tom Pelissero, real smart guy, NFL insider, NFL Network, in about five minutes. So it's very – yesterday was wild. A 5.1 earthquake in Ojai. Uh, tornado watches, uh, and then we had a tropical storm, which was not where I was. I flew in at 8 o'clock last night, so it was not a wind event where it went at LAX. It was a smooth, I thought it was going to be a brutal landing, one of the smoother landings, but it was a water event, so it flying into Los Angeles last night, I've never seen it that wet. It was yeah. crazy. I had family members from around the country reaching out after the earthquake, you know, because the earthquake, and, the, and I'm, yeah. I'm assuming the news channels were going crazy. Um, but we were fortunate. Only rain in our area. Yeah, bad. same here. Really, really wet. But be safe for those of uh, in Palm Springs, the desert, the mountain communities. It is crazy out there. All right, we do it every Monday of the year. Colin is right. Colin is wrong. I'm both a lot. And here we go. Where Colin was right. Russell Wilson is not washed. He looked fast and elusive. They had one really nice designed run. Sean Payton saw him in that first series and said, okay, you don't need to play anymore. I know a lot of people, he's not your guy. He's cringy. The bottom line is he's still a really good athlete. Outside of Michael Vick and Cam, he's the third leading rusher ever for a quarterback. He's not washed. He's going to be okay. He lost weight. Sean Payton saw enough. Shut him down. He's going to be fine. Where Colin was wrong. Well, Jordan Love was pretty good. I'm not sure what he is. I, I feel there's some game manager here. He's yet to, in 18 dropbacks, face one pressure, and that's a credit to the Packers. They do offensive lines really well. Um, but so far, he's got 125 passer rating, really nice throw down the sideline. He's got a lot of time to throw. You know what? He's got good size. He moves pretty well. That's a smart move there. He slides at the right time. I don't know what I'm going to get. I really don't know what I'm going to get. 
Um, I want to see a little more juice. They open up with Chicago. Can he go toe-to-toe and be dynamic against Justin Fields? I have my questions, but he deserves credit. I didn't think he played. I thought last week he missed that Musgrave underneath route. That was bad. But I looked pretty good. Where Colin was right? Well, I said a month ago, two months ago. Here's all I care about with the Jets. Can they get the O-line right? Well, Robert Sala in Hard Knocks, his number one concern was the offensive line. Now, in fairness against the Bucks, Makai Becton, 19 pass-blocking snaps, it says here, and did not allow a sack. That is the best news of camp, <laughs> okay? Because if he has to just be a right tackle, that's fine. Dwayne Brown left. He can't be a bust or they're in big trouble. So, but th- this has been, we, we keep saying, folks, there's a lot we know about this team and a lot we don't know. The tackle situation, you can't be bad at tackle in this league. The Kansas City Chiefs were bad at tackle for a game in the Super Bowl, and Mahomes got destroyed. You can't be bad at tackle in the NFL. Where Colin was wrong. Uh, My optimism for the Rams appears to be misplaced. Uh, They have been run over. Boy, I'll tell you what, when you take Aaron Donald out of this defensive line, they're young and they're small. Um... Yeah, maybe Vegas has it right. I've tried to be really optimistic, but they look overwhelmed on the defensive front without Aaron Donald. Completely, utterly pushed around in the two games we've seen him. Where Colin was right? Sam Darnold looks like the best quarterback for the Niners. Listen, I was too high on Darnold. But he looks better than Brock Purdy, and he looks better than Trey Lance. He's big athletic. He's completing 73% of his throws with a passer rating at 96. I've always said, Jets and Carolina, they were both a mess. You got to have the right coach. I mean, Tom Brady got tired of Bruce Arians, was 7-5 in that first year. He eventually moved upstairs. Then he got Todd Bowles. It didn't work. Like, it's, you got to have all the components to be great in this league, and Sam didn't have them. He's not perfect, but he's also way too good to be a third stringer. Sam Darnold's had the best camp for those quarterbacks. Where Colin was wrong. Let's give Daniel Jones a little bit of love. He was crisp in his first start in the preseason. I'm not a huge Daniel Jones fan. You know that. Uh, and Carolina was missing their two best defensive linemen. But Brian Daybowl's a sharp offensive coach. Um, He got to the playoffs. He looked crisp. We know he's a big guy. We had Golden Tate on here a couple of weeks ago, and Golden Tate said he can make all the throws. His problem, paralysis by analysis. He thinks too much. But he looked good in his opener in the preseason. Let's give him credit. Where Colin was right, Aiden O'Connell. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. My staff is all making fun of me because I'm like, I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. Probably not. But he's big, he's confident, he throws a really nice ball. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice player. And I called two executives in the league last. Listen, look at that. It's a nice throw. I called two execs and I said, well, what do you make of Aiden O'Connell? And they both said, listen, he's not a big mover. But in terms of sitting back and throwing darts, he can absolutely start a few games in the NFL. I love me some Aiden O'Connell. We saw it last week. He was good again this week. Where Colin was right. Joel Embiid, trade demand coming soon, according to a report. I just don't buy Philadelphia. I never bought into trust the process. I don't buy into James Harden teams in the playoffs. I would trade Embiid. He's never won a second-round playoff series. He's hurt too much. 
He can be noisy. I know he's great. But the MVP vote was anti-Jokic more than pro-Embiid. And this thing's like, I'm sorry, they're not better than Boston culturally. They're not better than Milwaukee. If Miami lands Dame Lillard, they're not better than Miami. I think Cleveland's a fascinating team. I also think the Knicks could be a great landing spot. But this thing feels like they're blowing up. How many times has Philadelphia blown up in the last six, seven years? They keep firing coaches. It's always the coach's fault. Maybe Embiid's not what everybody says. Maybe he's just a stat monster who you can't trust in April and May. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. He does some serious XM, covered the NFL for 20 years exactly. NFL Network insider and reporter Tom Pelissero is nice enough to join us today. Tom, okay, let's start with my hype. And I, I know I'm overboard here, but there is something fun, Tom, when you see a young quarterback and you know Brock Purdy's story. We've had he's Dak Prescott, and all of a sudden you're like, we we got to start quarterback. Now I don't think Aiden O'Connell's that, but you're smiling. He's something. He's something, right? There's no question. I go back to Colin the work that I do before the draft every year, talking to the coaches and scouts around the NFL about all the top quarterbacks and the pluses, the minuses on everybody. With Aiden O'Connell, he did have a lot of fans within the league because he's got a good enough arm. He's good in terms of accuracy. He has a good feel for the passing game. He's got good feet, too. The only thing that he really couldn't do was move. You know, the mobility was the biggest question. He's a classic NFL pocket passer. Well, who does that sound like the profile on? Another guy who went later on in the draft, Tom Brady. I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell <laughs> is Tom Brady, but, of course, that's Josh McDaniel's foundation going back to New England. He worked with Tom Brady for a long time. You see some similar traits in terms of how he plays within the rhythm. He plays knows where the football needs to go. He can move well enough. No, he's never going to take off and run on you, but his mobility within the pocket, he's got a pretty good feel for it. So, absolutely, this is going to be one of those fun stories to keep an eye on. He's not going to beat out Jimmy Garoppolo in this camp, but somewhere down the line here, we could be talking about Aiden O'Connell being something. So, I watched Russell Wilson, and my thing I've been on all year is he's not washed. You can't go from four 100 quarterback ratings to can't play in the league unless you had a debilitating injury. And part of it was, and I don't know the answer to this, he just didn't run, and he did put on weight. Well, I watched him this weekend, Tom. He was elusive. He was he looked much twitchier, and I'm like, Sean Payton watched that and sent him to the bench. Like, I feel like Payton's like, okay, I got that. We're fine here. That's what it felt like to me. How about you? The weight was a significant thing last year that probably didn't get talked about enough because for whatever reason, Russell Wilson came in a lot heavier than he'd been in the past. The other part that we don't talk about, no, he didn't have a debilitating injury. He had a bunch of injuries last season. He had a lat strain at one point. I want to say he had a calf. He had something else that popped up at midseason. And then just a a flat-out uncomfortability in Nathaniel Hackett's offense. I think all those things really made Russ not look like the player that we've seen in the past. Now, my biggest point of curiosity, and we really won't know this until we get into regular season games, is can Russell Wilson now play the position the way that Sean Payton wants the position played? You think about what Payton did in New Orleans for a long time with Drew Brees. It's, I'm going to scheme guys open. I'm going to have a guy open on this play. Just get it out on time to the right player. Russell Wilson's history has been he's a really good off-schedule quarterback. Get outside the pocket when he needs to make plays down the field. Can they find that mesh point here where all these things work out? I'm going to be keeping an eye on it, absolutely. It's one of the big stories in the NFL this season. So the Niners were pretty aggressive. They sought out Darnold. They signed him pretty early in free agency. So Shanahan, from what I can tell, 
Brock, Trey, and Sam, he wants some mobility. He does want the ability to move the pocket, and all three of them can move. But the other thing is, what Kyle really likes is, I'm going to scheme a play, accurately get rid of it fast. And it's just not what Trey does at this point. I don't view him as a bust, but I view him for this roster now as a bad fit. That's I, I, I don't watch him. In, I mean, he's big enough. He moves. Bit of a power thrower. It doesn't feel like he's overwhelmed or tiny. Where are you on Trey Lance and where they're at at quarterback? Trey Lance was always a projection going back to when he was coming out of college because he just hadn't started that many games. He ran a pro-style offense, but it was a really run-heavy type of an offense. And in a league where they were physically overmatching everybody that they went up against, he hasn't started a lot of football games. He had the COVID year where he had one start, then obviously he's had injuries since he got to San Francisco here. I don't know that we really have a full understanding right now of what Trey Lance is going to be, but if you're Kyle Shanahan, and you feel like the rest of your roster can win a Super Bowl right now, you frankly don't have a lot of time to be trying to work through some of those basic (laughs) growing pains with a young quarterback. Now, Brock Purdy stepped in, the last pick in the draft, came out of Iowa State, where, again, he had some foundation in the type of offense that he's playing in the NFL. He came out and played really well out of the gate. So he's QB1 going into this thing. There's not really a true competition here. They did sign Sam Darnold early on in the offseason because they didn't know at that point. Purdy, I think, had just had surgery or was about to have surgery. They didn't know if the elbow would be ready to go. Now, obviously, if they get into game situations, it looks like Brock's got some more of the rust to kick off. Then we'll see exactly what happens here. But when we talk about Trey Lance, too, and everyone wants to say, when's he going to get traded? The 49ers have to move on. If you gave up the amount of draft capital that the 49ers did to go up and get Trey Lance, Right now, you are selling at the absolute basement if you move on from Trey Lance. And on a team that, Colin, if anybody in the NFL knows you might need three quarterbacks to get through a season, it's going to be San Francisco. You know, uh, there's two things that will help a young quarterback, I think, more than any. If you have a smart, young, progressive offensive coach, somebody that puts their arms around you, some of these defensive coaches, Brian Flores couldn't get along with Tua, Zimmer and Kirk Cousins, there is value to a young offensive coach. Generationally, we're close in age. McVay, Goff, I'm going to put my arms around you. So Matt LaFleur provides that for Jordan Love. The second thing that matters, Mitch Trubisky in this division won it when he had Matt Nagy. And that was a decent Bears O-line. PFF had it at 11 by the end of the year. Well, Green Bay hasn't given up a pressure in 18 dropbacks. So I'm looking at Jordan Love, and I'm like, I don't know if I love him. Smart young offensive coach. Going to have plenty of time to throw. I I mean, it's set up for him to work. The question is, Tom, at what level? What do you expect? Like, what, what is working here? I would tell you this when it comes to Jordan Love, and I went through Packers camp in the in the second week that they were in training camp, and after watching Aaron Rodgers on that same practice field for, you know, basically I covered him for 16 years. He was there for 18 years, but Rodgers might be the greatest practice player I've ever seen because he can make every throw from every arm slot, every body position, and it's just this little motion, and he flicks it out there, and he can put it on a dime. With Jordan Love, it's not just the quarterback here starting over with a new starter. It's also the fact that every receiver on the roster is in either their first or second year. Yeah, They got two rookie tight ends that are going to play a lot, and they haven't had the cornerstone of their offensive line, David Bakhtiari, participating on about half the days through the course of camp, and he's been dealing with a knee injury for the past several years here. If Bakhtiari can still play, if he can go out there and give you 70 snaps every week, 
He's still a top 10 type of a oh, left yeah. tackle in the yeah. NFL, but that's an unknown right now for Green Bay moving forward. Everything else, they've done a good job, I think Matt LaFleur has, going all the way back to March, of setting the expectations at a certain level for Jordan Love. Listen, when Aaron Rodgers took over in 2008, they went 6-10. and 10. Yeah. He showed enough that they extended him during the season, but even that group, you know, they were bringing everybody off of an NFC Championship game appearance in 2007. With Jordan Love, you're in a little bit more of a transition. You're really long, young at the offensive skill spots. You know that Jordan Love's got everything in terms of the make it, makeup. He can throw it. He can move when he needs to. He's not a running quarterback, but you saw him get out and scramble a little bit last week. They don't know where the ceiling is at this point, but after three years watching him every day in practice, certainly they are hopeful, if not optimistic, that Jordan Love is going to step in and show immediately that he could be an NFL starter. Finally, Tom Pelissero for our radio audience joining us. He's doing a great job here and has for years. Is that I thought it was a little hyperbolic. The media, the running backs, they're not getting paid. And my takeaway is, listen, folks, it's called analytics. I watched basketball where power forwards went from valuable to you couldn't have them on the floor in three-year periods. Like running backs now, second contracts, the analytics show you they're not ideal. But I did say, you know, there are moments, Josh Jacobs is one of these, where I'm like, they're not great at quarterback. Um, most of their talents on offense, they have to outscore people. He's great. Um, I, there was a moment a couple of weeks ago. I thought he was holding out. What's going on with that? Because I kind of feel like I watch them and I think they, they got some offensive pieces here. They got to get him back in camp. Where are the Raiders on Jacobs? Right now, I mean, there have been discussions certainly recently between Josh Jacobs' agent and uh, the Raiders, but at this point, there's nothing imminent in terms of him turning up for camp. Now, you go back to how the Saquon Barkley situation played out. He ended up signing before the start of camp yeah. because obviously Barkley knew that he was always going to show up. He thought that gave him the best opportunity to come back and have a really good season and hit the market or potentially get tagged a second time uh, come next March, and he came back for about $900,000 in incentives. I think that the Raiders ultimately would go into that type of a neighborhood for to try to get Josh Jacobs back. I don't know. Now, this is just my opinion, but I don't know that Josh Jacobs is willing to come back if that's the type of setup that he would have on a new contract. Now, there could be other things that the Raiders could do. They could, for instance, say, we're not going to tag you in 2024. That would move the needle a lot more, I believe, uh, for Josh Jacobs. But right now, you're right. He's a really important piece. The league's leading rusher, played through all sorts of injuries yes. last season on a Raiders team that, listen, for whatever you look at their record was last year, they've still got Devontae Adams. They've still got Max Crosby on defense. They've still got some dudes on that team. You're in a really tough division with the Chiefs and then the Chargers on the come up right now. We'll see what happens with Sean Payton in Denver. But you would think you would need your horse in camp here. I would anticipate this is, this ramps up here over the next week or two. But I'm not willing, Colin, right now to sit here and say that Josh Jacobs is definitely back with this team, much less on the field when it comes to that opener in week yeah, one. Yeah, they've looked so good in their first two preseason games. You, I can guess in that locker room, guys are like, just get him back here. Uh, interesting, interesting year for the Vegas Raiders. Uh, Tom, absolute pleasure having you on. Love to do it again, and thank you. Great work at the NFL Network. He's an insider, a reporter, does draft stuff all year round. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Colin. You got it. You bet. Um, yeah. I, I still contend, if you're great at running back, if you're great at anything, you'll get paid. I just I don't like holdouts. I don't care if you're a singer or running back. If you have a great skill, 
Don't hold out. Show the world somebody's going to look and go, we need that guy. I don't think you do any. There's no value. If you can sing, sing. Shower, car, stage, sing. Let people see the talent. Somebody will go, okay, we, we've got to get him. Josh Jacobs is too good not to play. We said that about Saquon Barkley. Dude, you're great. Go be great at what you're great at, and that people will eventually go, okay, we got, this league is crazy. All you have to do is go on a two-game losing streak, and every GM and coach is looking at their mortgage, and their kids are in private school going, let's go get him. You've, I've seen average running back. Remember the Trent Richardson deal? I've seen guys, running backs, all of a sudden get hot in the market. You're like, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. A, a singer it doesn't have the risk of going out and blowing out a knee, you know, in six plays, and then your, your, your future is mortgaged. Like, I, I, I kind of want to side with Josh Jacobs here, don't you? And just in a little, a little bit? Don't you want to see some of these running backs win a, win a round or two? Well, first of all, they've won for years. And I, I, I don't care about the past. I, I only care about right now. Past is irrelevant. Let's not bring that up. Josh Jacobs right now is saying, I go out and grind well, for you guys. He, and give me 300 carries on a crap team. Yeah, and he's played hurt. He's been great. No, I think some of these running backs I'm going to pay for. Not all of them. Not many of them. But like Saquon Barkley, in the end, he really is their offense. If they had star receivers, totally different ballgame. If Darren Waller stays healthy, okay. But right now, last year, Saquon Barkley was the offense. You probably have to pay him. What's the Raiders' option if Josh Jacobs does not want to come back? Garoppolo's always been better with a good run game. You think? I mean, they're going to be re- like aggressively bad. Then it becomes, you know, what's, you know if, if you win six games, is Josh McDaniels coming back for another year? You can't say, hey, I didn't have my running back. That's not an excuse. <laughs> Tough division. McDaniels, it's funny, Belichick and McDaniels, both on the hot seat this year in the NFL, in the AFC. Everything turns quickly. I mean, just think about this. Our society, and I, I try not to do this. I really try not to do this. But it's just recency bias. Belichick's the best coach in the history of football. And now we're all like, it's not working. Now, my issue is there's been a cultural change, and he's not, a, he's not addressing it. Greg Popovich would not embrace three-point shooting. It's like, dude, it's okay to lose. you got to embrace a new culture. Um, but it, this is what we do. It's the classic overreaction to a recent event. If you're outraged more than like twice a year, get help. There's just not that much to be outraged about. And I do think there's, there's part of it here. I believe Josh McDaniels and... Arthur Smith in Atlanta, I think they're very good coaches with egregiously bad defenses, and they're losing close games. Mm. But I absolutely think, if I own the Raiders, Josh McDaniels is not my problem. My problem is we've drafted some guys that got into trouble, and they're now you know in prison or on other teams. That's not my issue. Like I, The other thing I always think about, the Jets have done this, where the, the, the Cleveland Browns have done this. The answer is always fire everybody. The problem when you fire everybody is it sends a message to the league's best scouts and executives. Oh, they, don't, they only give you two years. So you're always better to fault on the side of continuity, right? Like if you keep – let's say they go 6-11 and 11 and you own the Raiders and you're like, no, we're going to give them a third year – and then they get a rookie quarterback like Drake May. Oh, and you're not getting Drake May if you win six games. you got to win like four games to well, get Drake remember, May. Well, remember, remember. If you win six games and you're drafting ninth, four of the teams in front of you may not need quarterbacks. 
Not everybody needs so, a quarterback. So, but then you got to do what? Uh, who just traded? Uh, Carolina just did give up DJ That's Moore fine. And, and move up, and now Bryce Young's got no receivers around him. Well, they've got lots of skill people. The other thing, remember. Uh. So obviously, some of the teams that are bad this year, like like let's say, we both think Washington has good players. They would draft a quarterback. Yes. But then there's going to be, what if Houston's not good? They're not going to draft a quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll, we'll be talking about them in a minute. CJ Stroud's not even locked to be the starter for week one. There's no, like, you think CJ Stroud is definitely, they're not drafting a quarterback just because they just got him? I mean, if they have, actually, no, their pick, I think, goes to Arizona. Arizona's got a ton of picks, yeah. So it's also a draft that has Caleb Williams. The best receiving prospect maybe since Randy Moss. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. It's got it, this next draft is a loaded. This last draft stunk. I mean, this listen, is a great Chicago draft. Chicago Bears win five games. They're taking a quarterback, right? There's Justin oh, Fields. He gets this year. Yeah. Okay. But they're so not. Green Bay Packers win five games. They're taking a quarterback. Now I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying the Raiders in the AFC could win six games, lose four close ones. I don't think you fire Josh McDaniels. I don't think that's the answer. Listen. Firing should be the last thing you want to do because in the end, it sends such a negative message. I've been told this for years about Cleveland and some of the bad franchises in the NFL. They got crappy scouts because no scout's going to move their family. No executive's going to move your, your family to an owner that's impulsive. So you're always better just keep the coach in and let, like, Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland, disaster. Like that, that, <laughs> right. right. Occasionally you just, like, like Nathaniel Hackett, Denver, that's a disaster. Let's move off. 75% of these coaches, I would, GMs, keep them for another year, send a message to the marketplace. We're not crazy here. Hmm. We understand it's the NFL and Bill Parcells has won 57% of his games. It's hard to win games. Interesting. Andy Reid got fired. This is a take I did not think you'd have. Well, I do this morning. I'm going to stick it out with Josh McDaniels. Maybe it's the weather. It's just changed everything. You and loyalty, huh? Josh McDaniels. You're going to trust him with a top five pick as your head coach. I'm just saying, I'm I'm just saying, the answer for the Raiders is always fire everybody. What's it done for you in 20 years? What's it doing? The answer for the Jets, Carolina, Cleveland, fire people. How's it working for you? It's fair. No, I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's just that's not always the answer. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. 
In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Owning a Mercedes-Benz electric vehicle isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy. Full remote access to your vehicle from your phone with a Mercedes Connect app. Vehicles all electric. Feelings all Mercedes. Go to mbusa.com slash EQ. J-Mac sitting patiently with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, we can't stop talking about Trey Lance after his Saturday game against the Broncos. Yeah. Lance has had a lot of media scrutiny as he battles for the backup QB spot, but he got some advice from another quarterback who's been scrutinized, and his name is Russell Wilson. Here's what Russ had to say about Lance. The best thing that Trey can do is ignore the noise. You know, there's only so many people in the world that get to play this position. There's only so many people in the world that get to step on in between the white lines on the National Football League uh, field, and and uh, he's one of them. And uh, he's a guy that's going to have a great career. Um, he's just got to keep working at it and know that um, there's going to be there's going to be some tough days. There's going to be some great days. It's one of those things that you know you just trust the process. You trust the process. You enjoy the journey, and um, and, and you have tunnel vision. You know, you, you put the blinders on. You just keep working, and there's always a breakthrough. So, um, you know, uh, I'm rooting for him. You know, I was never a huge fan of tunnel vision, but I do think for young people and pro athletes, increasingly it's a skill. Is I, I, I you, you never said in your life, that guy's got tunnel vision. Wait, wait, wait. Define tunnel vision in this Just sense. stay off social, stay in your lane. For, I don't care, but for young people, generationally, I'm, I'm not on my phone because I didn't grow up with it. But if you're 16 to 32 years old, get away from the noise, tunnel vision, Just stare down the freeway of success. Coaches, don't listen to people. The opposite of KD Durant, who spends too much time on that thing, but he's not married, no kids. No, he's sitting on that phone and he gets stuff gets into his head. Tunnel vision for a pro athlete today, I don't think is a terrible piece of advice. I think it's easier said than done. Like well, you maybe said, these it guys is. have had a phone since like fifth grade. Well, yeah, yeah you, so yeah. you and I, especially me, I didn't. 
I so didn't either. I can shut my phone down for four days. You know, I'm riding bikes all weekend in Rhode Island. What do I care? But for young people, they grew up with it. And so I think for young people to say, right. get off that phone and just live your life. The, the one interesting thing for me here is, why is Russ even answering this question? Like, uh, well, so just, I know they faced each other, but... His franchise quarterback, giving him advice, helping the young man. Quality guy Russ is, helping others. That's tough. Trey Lance is going through a weird well, thing. Okay, but... Russ never went through a weird thing, other than last season with Hackett and that disaster. But well, I don't I have mean, Trey Lance. Like he's like he's going to make it in this league and be a good quarterback. We don't even know if he's going to be on the Niners well, roster. He's trying to be positive. He's but trying to offer what encouragement. Po- what? Man, you know we got a lot going on here in Denver. I, I honestly, I'm not looking at anything else. I wish Trey Lance the best. I hope he crushes it. But I'm just focused on us, and I've got tunnel vision for our Broncos team turning it around after That's last. That's not year. a bad answer. That's a better answer. <laughs> Well, when I go on radio shows and they ask me about our rival radio yeah. shows, what's going on? I'm like, you think I pay attention to those guys? I don't care what they're saying. I don't know what's going on around. Well, the radio. I know that's the it's right answer. It's about an- us. No, I that, that's the right answer. Yeah. I agree. That's the right answer. Yeah, I, I, listen, I am well schooled in media myself. Cal, yes, you, you really are. Yes. Uh, Josh Jacobs still hasn't signed that franchise tag. We just talked with Tom Pelosaro about it, and the latest indicates Jacobs is expected to join the team before their season opener. Oh, here's what Josh McDaniels had to say. You have to reestablish your uh, individual level of performance um, and collectively as a unit uh, and ultimately as a team, we have to establish and reestablish ourselves in terms of what we're going to be about. So, um, you know, whether it would be JJ or somebody else, it's the same thing. You know, uh, everybody's got to have an opportunity to to do that, uh, get reacclimated to the pace, the speed of things. Um, you know, but again, I have nothing. I have no new information on the whole situation. I'm looking up their backup running backs. Looks like Brandon Bolden. Yeah, he. Yeah. Zamir White, Amir Abdullah. Not much. Damian Williams. I don't know much about them. Zamir White, I think, is that kid from Georgia. Yeah, he was a big time high school prospect. Had some injuries. Uh, looks bleak for the Raiders, as we know. Final story. Oh, this talk about bleak. Holy hell, my Yankees. Haven't they lost like eight or nine in a row or something? They've lost eight in a row. And this weekend, they got broomed by the ugh, Boston Red Sox. Oh, look at Eight that. straight <laughs> loss for the first time since 1995. Another New York team underachieves. They're in danger of ending their streak of 30 straight winning seasons. This is anemic. They're now nine back of the Mariners for the final wild card spot in the AL. Mariners are heating up a little bit. Let's see, 120 minus couple of good young So there's like players. 35 games-ish left. Um, I guess you could put a fork in them. They're done. Gosh, this is depressing. Well, no not, if, not if you're in no Boston. Otani, right? No, no Otani's not making the postseason. Yankees aren't going to be in the postseason. Mets are not going to be in the postseason. Not great for baseball. Who do we, who's going to the World Series? Braves versus... Will it matter? Yeah, obviously. Braves versus Orioles aren't making the World Series, are they? Can you name five guys on the Orioles? I can't. No. No, Braves are great. But Braves have been, haven't the Braves been good? I mean, by and large, you can have a down year. Haven't the Braves mostly been good for 50 years or 40 years? No, they have not been. Well, I mean, uh, go, go back to the Glavin Maddox years. Those yeah, were 20. Smoked. Those teams were loaded. Forever. Yeah. They were great for like 20 years. John Sherholtz was the GM. You know what I noticed when I moved to the South? I, I This was really jumped out to me. Is that we all think the Yankees are the most popular team, but half of New York likes the Mets. 
When you move down to the South, it really hits you. There's only two hats you see in about an eight-state area. The Braves and your favorite SEC football team. The Braves own about eight states. Well, I thought People, the Yankees were big in Florida. Like, huge, because that Florida snowbird Florida's not the South. It's just its own. Florida's not the South. <laughs> well, I mean, the South to me is Louisiana, Alabama, Atlanta, West you, Virginia. You've been to Alabama? I well, never have set foot in that state. Yeah. So, I just, uh, I guess my point is, I think the Braves have a lot more money and a lot more. They're such, I have talked to two people in my life that have worked for the Braves, and both of them come away saying they are totally buttoned up as an organization. And and by the way, th- this person also worked for a New York pro sports franchise, and he's like, it was a mess. So does this have a lot to do with Turner getting them on TBS I, I, back I, in the day? Because remember, the two big teams back when Cable was in its infancy was like WGN, you could watch all the Cubs games, and you could watch all the Braves games on TBS back in, in, yeah. in like the 90s when I got Cable. I don't know. The, I don't know the re- they've had very good ownership and management. It's just, when you, th- you think of popular teams in America, and it's like the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Unless you've been to the South, you do not get how popular the Braves are. Mm. There's a footprint of states down there. You can go to any of those states. It's all Braves hats. It's a real thing in the summer, in the fall, to like do a vacation around a Braves game. That's a real Southern thing. I'm not joking. Okay. Spring, summer, it absolutely take is. take your word for it. Yeah. All right. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Like, it, 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 there's the advantage to having moved and lived all over the country is you see these different cultures. I didn't know that before I worked in Tampa. And even in Tampa, the, 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 the Rays weren't a franchise when I was there. They had Braves hats all over. Yankees and Braves hats. Because the Yankees AAA affiliate or the Yankees spring training home is down there. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. 
Papertarians know that it's the smart choice too, because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource, and paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tonight on FS1, it's an AL showdown featuring two of the game's best young hitters as Julio Rodriguez powers the Mariners against Luis Robert and the White Sox. Coverage begins tonight at 7 Eastern on FS1. Rodriguez having a year for the Mariners. Isn't it amazing that at one point Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and Matt LaFleur were on that Washington staff and none none of them got the head coaching job isn't amazing it's like there's good people in your building you just got to pay attention uh speaking of a good person in your building so the staff's on me a little bit because i've been watching this aiden o'connell i think i saw him play once in college he's not going to run around a ton he's just a big kid that can throw the ball but we've had brock purdy go in seventh round and kirk cousins fourth round and dak fourth round this year four three or four quarterbacks went in the fourth round uh, Stetson Bennett went to the Rams, uh, Aiden O'Connell Raiders, uh, the, the Fresno state kid went somewhere in the league. I forget, uh, Hainer, interesting, the snake Hainer. Yes, yeah, yes. Interesting player. I saw him play against UCLA. Interesting player. Uh, I think I would argue that uh, Aiden O'Connell has maybe the best arm, but, uh, he, he's just an interesting player. Like you can see it very quickly. He sets his feet. He's got confidence. And with, you know, with Garoppolo, in his injury history, you know, y'all, you're thinking that the Raiders are going to tank to get Caleb Williams. Well, Josh McDaniels doesn't want to tank. He may get fired. So this team has looked good in the preseason. They want to win seven or eight games. He'll keep his job for seven or eight wins. And what happens if they move off Garoppolo or he gets hurt and you've got Aiden O'Connell? Well, then the Raiders can go out and buy a defense. And that's really the key in this league. That's what Dallas did when they had Dak. When you can find a Brock Purdy or a Dak or a Kirk Cousins in the fourth round, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, by the way, in the third round. Pete Carroll went out and bought Percy Harvin and Cliff Averill. You can overspend in the free agent market. So it's not a little thing 
to see a really good backup quarterback for a team that doesn't have a future at quarterback. Garoppolo's not your future. Garoppolo can win games. I think Jimmy can play, but he gets hurt. I mean, this weekend was the first time he's played in some time. So it's like if Garoppolo goes down, my guess is, can they sit here and think for three years, we can build this puppy back up? Because when's the last time the Raiders had a great roster? It's been a long time. And I look at Aiden O'Connell and I think, oh, is this the key to building a great roster? And then you can keep drafting quarterbacks. You know, you can have Aiden O'Connell, and then next year you go to the fourth round and draft another quarterback. But if he becomes your starter, these fourth, fifth, sixth-round quarterbacks, seventh-round quarterbacks, you can do an all-star roster. San Francisco doesn't have to get rid of anybody. Here's Tom Polisaro about 40 minutes ago on Aiden O'Connell. With Aiden O'Connell, he did have a lot of fans within the league because he's got a good enough arm. He's good in terms of accuracy. He has a good feel for the passing game. He's got good feet, too. The only thing that he really couldn't do was move. You know, the mobility was the biggest question. He's a classic NFL pocket passer. Well, who does that sound like the profile on? Another guy who went later on in the draft, Tom Brady. I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell is Tom Brady, but, of course, that's Josh McDaniel's foundation going back to New England. So, absolutely, this is going to be one of those fun stories to keep an eye on. I think it, it is interesting, though. There's a lot more really capable quarterbacks in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round than you think. Romo undrafted, Kurt Warner undrafted, Mark Brunel. Now we've got Brock Purdy. They like Brock Purdy. He's like 7-0, 8-0 when he started and finished games. The coaches like winning. So I don't know. I watched this Aiden O'Connell, and it just popped. The first, second series I saw him, I'm like, oh, that guy can start in the NFL. I'm not sure he's going to be great, but you can start for a couple years and build your roster up with Aiden O'Connell. Sign Josh Jacobs now. Don't have to worry about that potentially. I don't know. Just it's, it's something. And when I went and I text two executives, I said, what do you make of Aiden O'Connell? And one of them said, our guys loved him. We just didn't need a quarterback. But he's like, our quarterback guys, they thought he was a, you know, he played in Big Ten weather. He can air it out. Not going to move the pocket with him. He's a, he's a pocket guy. But uh, for the record, Jared Goff's a pocket guy. He's just fine. Aaron Rodgers now is a pocket guy. Dak and Kirk Cousins are pocket guys. I know we want everybody running around. It's about two Josh Allens. Nick, Nick Foles was in the Super Bowl as a pocket guy five, six, seven years ago. Matt Ryan, pocket guy. Well, even successful guys. I mean, if, if you really look right now, Matt Stafford's a pocket guy. Goff's a a pocket guy. Dak is now. Kirk Cousins is. Aaron Rodgers, you have acknowledged that. He's now a pocket guy. Joe Burrow's mostly a pocket guy. My only problem with this, let's ride Aiden O'Connell as our quarterback and build around him. The biggest issue is that division is loaded at quarterback. I'm not you're not saying, com- you're not surprising anybody. I'm saying can you load the roster up no. if in the next year if you say we can start him for 2 years, then you can go out and start buying a defense cuz they've got offensive pieces. You want to buy a defense as the guy who doesn't want a defensive coordinator ever as head coach? You want to spend money on a defense? I I I like in theory that works. I think it works if you're in the a- NFC South. Or, 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 or the 49ers are doing it with Brock Purdy. Like, look at that division. It's Geno Smith, Cardinals are nothing, and Stafford is, you know, at the end here. I don't think you could do it facing Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes right, in their right. prime. You know, I'm just trying to be optimistic. Yeah, I don't want to be I lo- how about this? Debbie Downer. Let's get Aiden O'Connell in there. Let's trade Devontae Adams. Uh, if we could get a first-round pick for, I don't know, our left tackle or Crosby, and let's bottom out and let's go for Caleb Williams oh, in the boy. draft and start all over. I don't think people want to tank in this league. I don't think that's easy to sell upstairs. What's it, an easier sell, Aiden O'Connell, for the next two years? 
I don't know. I'm oh. sitting here. I'm going to buy Raider tickets. I'm AOC so fired four. up. I'm fired up. Hour three next. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com.